Start to Start Fantasy Football Podcast, man. Bringing y'all the Week 7 recap. We doing it a little different tonight. Brody Cortez couldn't make it. It's his uh, wifey's B-Day tonight. Happy birthday to Miss Cortez, Miss Brody Cortez. So, you know, we're going to bring it on StreamYard tonight where we just kicking back watching this Monday Night Football game. And, you know, we're going to talk a little shit, swallow some spit. It's your boy, Hard to Start Kev from the Hard to Start Fantasy Podcast. You know where you at, so I ain't got to keep saying that. J.D., talk to me. What's happening, y'all? Guccini J.D., man. You know, a.k.a. Hard to Start J.D., man. Broadcasting live and direct from the Hard to Start studio, man. Trying to break down this motherfucking week seven and, you know, jump y'all into week eight. Hey, shout out to the Rum Boys, Robbie. Shout out to Bogart. Where they came through on Saturday episode of the Swiver Swerve, which is why we, not me, you know, my cousin, he on a two day hangover right now. We was in this motherfucker getting drunk, throwing shots back, having a good old time, you know what I mean? So, man, I slender, y'all. It take me two days to bounce back, bro. I ain't no lie, bro. 100%. But you back, name. hey, and you here. Giving the people what they need so they they go respect it for sure. You know what I mean? They go respect it. And just like we respect you niggas for tapping in, man, and fucking with us, bro. How you do this week in your leagues? How you feel it? Uh, one of them, uh, one of the home leagues, I still got action. Uh, one of the other home leagues, shout out to Reg, he would me. I'm all right. I'm, you, know, I, you know, the AOB to what that matters, you still hold on right now. Robert Woods, as long as he don't do too much, you'll, you'll still be 5-2. Uh, I'm trying to catch you. Sluggish right now. This game is a, a, a ugly game right now, this Chicago and Rams game. Last week when y'all seen us, Brody Cortez was on his high horse about the league. He came back and put up like 160 again. So so he really, really, really feeling himself now, you know what I mean, which I can't even be bad, man. I'm bad, though. I wanted to stay there, you know what I mean? But shit, you know, it is what it is. Well, look, let's jump Fucking into beef. let's jump into the first game that happened this week, which was a Thursday night game with the the Giants and the uh Eagles. Eagles pulled it off 22-21. Danny Dimes in that game, 20 for 30, 187 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Was that the game where he fell when he was running? Oh Hell my yeah. God, bro. Hey, what about homies fell like that running for the police back in his juvenile days? He said he, he shook him, he was gold, and then his legs just gave out. That's what happened to that boy. That shit was so funny, bro. I was dying. That boy could have had a 90 yarder, though, bro. 90 yard. Fuck, bro? And they lose by one. They, even though they scored on that drive, though, I'm sitting there with the wifey watching it. I'm like, babe, he is not – they're not going to score after that. And sure enough, I think they got bailed out, got to the little two, three-yard line somehow, some way. I forgot who punched it in. but they Gallman. Gallman is who punched it in on that. Gallman yeah. punched it in. We definitely going to talk about wire picks, and he is probably at the top of the list right now with Freeman banged up again and – him being the pass catching running back. He had 10 for 34 with a touchdown. But uh in the passing game, he caught five catches for only 20 yards. But you know, that's that's five catches. That's if you play PPR, that's good money. Sterling Shepard came back for his first game, six catches for 59 yards in a TD. Evan Ingram still only 10 points, fantasy points for you, like and which ain't bad right now. He had but a bad drop that game, too. Bad uh, drop. And he's known for dropping though. But he still had them nine targets, so Dimes is looking for him. He's just not able to put 
put it together like how his rookie season when he first came into the league ball and second year had the little injuries and whatnot but he got the potential he got the talent you know what i mean for some reason he's just not putting it together this year man yeah on everything like i said shepherd game back slayton with only two for 23 you know that was already saying that was a tough matchup i got slayton in two leagues and i did mention like i had the heart to not start Slayton this week, even though he's one of my better receivers. And you know, with Golden Tate coming back, he had a touchdown. I mean, Sterling Shepard coming back, still got Ingram. It's just, it's just not for sure with Slayton. He's, he has a nice ceiling, but you know, his floor will be single digits. You know yeah, what I mean? And, and he's going to give you probably more single digit games than he is. And I'm a big Slayton fan, but that's just the reality of it. You know what I mean? If you have Slayton starting, you should be strong at running back and that's just one of your weaker positions that you're right. playing you, you know what I mean? heavy you uh, not you went you know stupid heavy and hope he was getting that dart throw on the uh in the late rounds hoping that he'll hit like how he hit last year but he came on strong at the end of last year that's what that was you know and motherfuckers got that recency bias from the end of the end of the season of where he hit for them eight them eight tds quickly and uh, you know, was able to have some fantasy uh fantasy value. But my thing over there on that Thursday night game is last week when we when we talked about Miles uh Sanders getting hurt, he asked me would I fire up Boston Scott right then and there for that Thursday night game. And I know I said it. I don't know if these fools were talking about it. But I yeah, started it. Oh, everything. He was a hell of a plug and play for that Thursday night. And you know how them Thursday night games be uglier than a motherfucker. You know what I mean? So, you know, just for you to have Miles Sanders on the on the bench and if you was able to go get Boston Scott, that was a hell of a plug and play right there. You know, everything. see, he kind of got saved at the end with that touchdown, though, because right. it was going to be a single-digit game. But so what? It don't matter when it happened. It could have happened at the beginning of the game. And it's funny because Trayvon, our cousin, TP, shout out to TP, he was like, you know, I've been watching y'all shit, cousin. He's like, y'all said that Boston Scott, and I got Miles Sanders, and I played him, bro. I, that was big on Thursday yeah, night. That was his points. exact words, you feel me? Well, like, you can't be scared, bro. You you got to have the heart to start. If you would have had the heart to start him over like a Jacobs, which I'm sure many people didn't, you know what I mean, or just whatever you might have did. You know, sometimes you got to make the moves, bro, when them opportunities pop up like a Geo, which we'll talk about in a minute. You know what I mean? But Carson Wentz, he bounced back with the – as far as fantasy-wise, you know, 34 points. He was at one of the top fantasy quarterbacks, Man, right? No, 34. Wentz was balling, 25 bro. for 43, 359, two touchdowns and an interception. You know what I mean? Fogum, Fogum still look like he good. Five catches for 73. I'm, I'm liking Fogum right stuff. now. He was getting it. He was uh, that boy was looking his way for damn sure, bro. Oh my mama! Greg Ward had a few big ones. He, you know what I mean. Deshaun Jackson, he's out for the season now, or at least on IR. Uh, Richard Rogers came in with six for eighty-five, and he just shows you that any tight end that's starting in that system is going to produce. So look for Goddard to come back and be one of those guys that's producing. And I wouldn't even be against. Maybe trade if you do make a trade and somebody has urge, maybe make them throw urge in there for you and you could throw them on that IR spot because they're they forgot about them at this point. You know what I mean? What about the we'll jump into the New Orleans and Carolina? New Orleans won 27 to 24. That was a good game right there, bro. You think Carolina 
will come in with a little bit more urgency to try and win that motherfucker, especially with them still being in the running for it. But this putting them to, what, three and four right now, even though they're not completely out of it. But fucking DJ Moore, that's back-to-back games where he scored. I don't think he had two touchdowns last week. I know he had one for sure last week. But this one where he hit for, I think, a 70-yarder and then doubled back with another one, you know, that shows some high hopes in the motherfuckers that drafted DJ because he they drafted him third, fourth, maybe fifth round, you know what sure. I mean? And to see that production, you know, a lot of motherfuckers might have jumped off his train and shipped his ass up out of there. But for the motherfucker that was able to go get him or for the motherfucker that held on to him, the last two weeks, he's producing for your motherfucking ass. That's bro, I haven't sure. started DJ Moore in three weeks, bro. G called me. Shout out to the homie G, the commission. He called me and said, bro, you haven't played your third round pick in <laughs> in three weeks. I said, I'll wait for a better matchup. I'm deep. He said, when is it ever going to be a good matchup? Right. I'm firing him up now. We was on Swiver Swerve and we talked about him. And I said, I will go get DJ Moore right now if I could. You feel me? I think yeah. I was maybe one of the few that said you can get him low right now. DJ Moore, like I said, I said it on the Swiver Swerve. I said, Robbie Anderson is easier for a quarterback. Because he's going to win a lot of one-on-one matchups when you throw it up to him. DJ Moore is somebody you got to scheme and you got to have chemistry because he's just not going to just, you know what I mean, out, outdo somebody like a Robbie Anderson. So DJ Moore is somebody to, to like you said, two touchdowns, 93 yards, four catches. I think he's going to he's gonna keep it going with like 15 points a week minimum. Like, I think that will be him. And don't be afraid of Robbie Anderson. He's going to stay. Yeah, he still has 74 yards, six catches. They have a great matchup against Atlanta coming up next week. And I'm actually lucky in my league. I have Kyler Murray going on a bye, and I don't have another quarterback. But Bridgewater is out there, and they play right. Atlanta. And I have the number four pick, and people ahead of me do not need a quarterback. So there's no way they're going to grab him. You know what I mean? So I'm firing him up. I mean, even Teddy B, he had a cool game, 23 for 28, which is really efficient. But it was a lot of little short intermediate passes, 254 yards, two touchdowns. You know, Teddy B is he's just what he is. You know what I mean? And and, and my thing is is if I could keep Teddy B and, and barring an injury, I don't want an injury, but if it happens, I wouldn't feel bad about having Teddy B the rest of the way because he's also getting McCaffrey back and he's doing this without McCaffrey. There's no way McCaffrey's not gonna help him. No, that's for sure. McCaffrey's gonna help everybody. Mike Davis. He's falling off the wagon. We know his time is coming. That's because he knows his time coming. He knows his time. They say he was banged up a little bit too, but his big thing is the catches. He only had 24 yards with five catches. You know, the rushing wasn't there. Seven rushes for 12 yards. This is my thing with Mike Davis. So I was having a a talk with uh, Wood, one of the uh, homies in our league, and I'm telling him, he's like, you're going to drop Mike Davis. He got CMC. I'm like, bro, you might as well take Mike Davis from me. Because you didn't see him see back. He like, no, you're going to drop Mike Davis. I said, no, I'm not, bro. There's plenty of people that have been rostering Edmonds like me. I don't have Drake. Or rostering Snail. Or rostering yeah. these high-power backups that could handle the workload. Why would I drop Mike Davis? Right. I'm going to hold him. There's no point. He's like, well, I'm banking on you dropping him. I'm like, well, you shouldn't bank on it. What if you want to trade for him right now and secure your it. season? Yeah. Because if if even if you so, is balling, if you CMC end up getting held out or he get hurt a cuff. little bit, secure the cuff, bro. Got to secure the cuff. What we talked about last week. Look at the cuffing season, my nigga. Cuffing season, bro. Oh, everything. No, nah, real talk. No, nah, I agree with that, you know, but – just in the league that he has, uh, 
CMC and you know he's on his high horse. He running shit over there, so you know he feel like he can lose CMC and still be the number one team. Like he's doing, you know, like he's doing right now, you know. And like he said, you know, the nigga might have to drop him just based on you know, you know, bodies drop like flies. And this shit, man. Every week we seen it, you know, just like OBJ, nigga. He's done for the year, you know. The bodies drop. And somebody stepped up and balled out in his place. We'll get there in a second, you know. But my thing is, is that Robbie Anderson is continuing his motherfucking uh, pace. He's top five in receiving yards right now, you know. And he's had bad luck his first couple of seasons in New York, you know. So here he is, you know, showing like that late pick, you know, that kept carrying my motherfucking ass for that. That's for damn sure, you know. And just to see CMC come back. And that offense get that lift, you know, like I said, they still lightweight in it, you know. But even, you know, Tampa, I think they only five and two. I think New Orleans is five and two, you know, so oh they four four and two. So, you know, here it is right now, bro. They, you know, still in the miss, you know, a lot of shit can happen, but you know. Shit, even on that side of it, Drew Brees, twenty nine for thirty six, two eighty seven, two touchdowns. His receivers were Marquez Callaway. Alvin Kamara, Traquan Smith, Deontay Harris, Jared Cook. He was throwing to a little bit of everybody. You know what I mean? Cook with a touchdown. Deontay Harris with a touchdown. He's just getting it down with whoever is there. You know what I mean? Trey rumors don't matter. He's just going to do what he got to do. happen on everything. He's talking about Callaway. Callaway led the team in targets. So, for some for some reason, Drew Brees had that, you know, that familiarity with him to go his way. You know, whether it be that – Quarter and that was guarding him or wave the way that they had him lined up wherever they had him lined up at. He was that guy. Uh, everything that's big. Just that's saying a lot though, especially yeah. for not Kamar to lead the way because we seen Kamar earlier this year hit for like ten receptions and he was at eight. He had eight with yeah, sixty five. His rushing right. was good this week though, fourteen right. for eighty three. No, he had a hell of a day for sure. But just to see Breeze spread that bitch around and for them to be able to pull out that win against a division opponent, you know what I mean? That, that was a lot of heart right there, you know, especially with the rumors of uh, Mike Thomas swirling around and shit like that, you know? Facts. That's fucked up. Facts. Let's talk about the Buffalo and the Jets. Buffalo 18, Jets 10. What stands out about that game to you? My OG partner, Frank Gordon. Doing it, he didn't do a lot, but he did, you know, a, a, a nice little sum, you know, just to see him at 37 38. And I remember watching him and nigga in 2009, 2010, and here it is 11 years later. You know, I think Frank Gore got drafted in 05 or something like that, just to see him go for 10 carries and 60 yards or whatever. I think that's 11, what it was. 11 for 60. Oh, everything. My OG partner. You know, we we Niner fans over here, so you know to see him do his thing. You know what I mean? I mean that's probably the only person. Oh, to see Denzel Mims come back and have a slight game, but you know. But Perrine, oh yeah, Perrine, no, Perrine had eleven carries for thirty nine yards and a touchdown. He had a nice little touchdown. Perrine yeah, is definitely somebody. If he's on the wire, you should have him by now. He shouldn't be on the wire though, not in this age. When you know when they when it was reports earlier in the week that they were going to use him more. Darnold came back in, you know, only 120 yards, two interceptions. Mims, like you said, he had 42 yards, but you just really can't trust it over there. You know, they didn't have Crowder, 
but on that side it's just it's it's scary but I, one thing that stood out to me which you brought to my attention was the bills didn't have an offensive touchdown this game Man, that's crazy bro josh allen 30 for 43 307 yards no touchdowns no interceptions he rushed for 61 yards Shit, he had the most rushing attempts out of everybody. He did. Out of Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. And Zach Moss, he had one less carry than uh, Devin Singletary, but 47 yards on seven seven runs. You know, they're definitely – it seemed like they really don't care too much about Singletary like that. Moss had three catches for 25, single carry two for 18. Like, they were using Zach Moss a little bit more. Singletary ain't really been getting it done, I guess. It seemed like they lightweight fizzling out, you know. You know, coming from that Tennessee game that they played that Tuesday night, I think it was. Yeah. It seemed like ever since that game, they lightweight then got their mojo stole. You know, I don't know, bro. I mean, they was able to pull this win out on the road. But shit, bro. I mean, you had Cole Beasley was super efficient. 11 receptions on 12 targets for $1.12. Oh, everything. You know. Stefan Diggs, you know, he was kind of quiet. 11 targets. They just weren't connecting on a lot of the ones that they normally do. 11 targets for six catches for 48. So it, it was kind of ugly. The Jets was playing hard. They was playing like they ain't just laying down. You know what I mean? <laughs> when they was playing like they wasn't an 0-17. <laughs> They're terrible, uh, man. Bro. Shout out to Turn Up Jets, man. Sorry about y'all luck, man. He, he got some oh, great. boy, Joe. He does his shit, though, for sure. Let's talk about the the, the Should game be like in the SBI. Let's, me and Joe turn up get the Jets. Uh, yeah, I got him. I put up like two hundred points in that league this week. Finally, I think I did too, like two twenty or something. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Well, we know the biggest story in this game was OBJ man tearing his ACL. Yeah, that hurts. I didn't even know it was like that. That was crazy. It didn't even look like bro. that's what happened. That hurts, man, for for him. You know what I mean? Especially for them to have the type of game that they had and and able to pull that win out and still be in the in the in the playoff running too, though, bro. They five and two. Um, every I think they five and two, bro. That's what you know. And them getting written off and Baker being trash and woo woo this and him having to hear that going all this week. We they're gonna highlights right there. Oh, everything. Look at Baker throwing 22 game for 28, 297 yards, throwing, five touchdowns. Throwing game winners, bro. That's brazy. I will say this, though. Yeah. Cincinnati is who we thought they were. But like Kurt said, he said, damn, OBJ gets hurt and Baker throws for five touchdowns. <laughs> Like, he's just spreading the ball. Rashard Higgins, six catches for 110 yards. Harrison Bryant, four for 56 and two touchdowns. Your boy, Donovan Peoples-Jones, touchdown, three catches. So, Landry, five for 48. Hunt, three for 26 and a touchdown. And Joku caught a touchdown. Like, maybe Baker is going to be able to just spread it around and not worry about if he getting if he feeding OBJ enough, bro. That might be. Something that that changes the whole dynamic. Not saying they're gonna pass more, but you know, just along the lines of maybe trusting Baker. You yeah. know what I mean? Not being so so scared of him like we were before. And he only had to throw for twenty eight times. That's the cold thing. It wasn't like his counterpart having to throw for almost 50, 50 times, and uh, you know, and he only missed twelve passes and threw for four hundred and six. But the way that Baker was efficient, he had one pick. So if he one of them incompletions, 
wasn't that pick, he would have been 23 for 28, bro, with five touch. That's the thing right there on everything. Baker looked good. I didn't get a chance to see that game yesterday, but he he put on a he put on a nice little clinic, bro. Even though it was the one five and one Bengals, you know what I mean. But it's a divisional game. We getting into these divisional games, bro. And you know, just like how we was just talking about the Jets and the Bills, where is a, a eighteen to ten game, and they didn't have not one offensive score, one TD score. You know what I mean? It's, it's that shit crazy. These divisional games where y'all know each other. Y'all coming out like Tyson and Hollyfield just ain't biting on no ears, you know? So that was, I mean, I, I shout out to Baker, man, for handling his motherfucking business, bro. Hey, shout up? out to, shout out to the fantasy fornicator. He in the chat right now, the bears bruising bros. Y'all definitely go check them out and subscribe to them. I listen to them every week. Hey, he said, he said, uh, he said renegade is, is still legit, still crying right now about OBJ. Hey, Renegade, he put the whole house on OBJ. He put it's like he bet the whole house on the field. Like, let me just bet. <laughs> hey, we go see. Hurts, man. And I traded for OBJ, my damn self. Real talk. I gave up Singletary for that boy, but Singletary ain't really ain't been doing that neither. But I mean, to have that commodity, you know, still. Hey, you see the report that uh, Kareem Hunt, they talking about he might come back after the bye. So I think they gonna lean. They was already leaning on the run for sure. But, you know, it's that 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 game, that team, Chubb, Chubb coming back. That team might end up being a lot better. Let's talk about Joe Burrow on the flip side. Thirty five, thirty five for forty seven, four hundred six yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He looked good. Hey, and he loves his receivers. He's throwing that ball, bro. He's targeting everybody. Tyler Boyd, 11 catches for 101 with one TD. A.J. Green, 7 for 82. T. Higgins, 5 for 71 and a touchdown. T. Higgins, A.J. Green, and Tyler Boyd, it's crazy because you could really start all of them. They had 31 targets between them three. Bruh, I was watching that game on the computer. Usually how I do, I have the red zone set up on the TV, and then I had like two or three games on my computer on little screens. So I was watching that game and it like every drive. Well, obviously I'm biased because I got Boyd, but he was targeting Boyd like like back to back two out of three kept passes to You know what I mean? Like and, and Higgins was too. Ward like, on him? was Denzel Ward on him. It was a few times, mm-hmm. but, you know, he moves around a little bit. But Burrow looks good. But I will say this. His schedule is so bad when it comes to. Baltimore and the Steelers and some few other ones late in the season. Burrow is somebody you could probably sell high on somebody that might need a quarterback. Maybe they're banking on, you know, a Minshew or they lost Dak or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. But he Burrow's not who you want to bank. Your, be, be having a heart to start over. You know but I mean? the passing volume is going to be there no matter what. It's because that's be what they're doing, though. They're going to have to do that in order for them to stay highly competitive in any game, in which they was competitive in this game. They lost on a last second touchdown. Geo came with the five for the 59 and a touchdown on the catches, 13 for 37. Hey, I want to tell you something that's crazy this week. So we, we talk about handcuffs. You talked about handcuffs. We talked about uh, just stashing players at them, those winter backs, you know what I mean, when the cold weather. So – the number one running back this week, the number five, the number six, the number seven, the number 10 running back this week. That's four out of the top 10 were all players either off the wire or some on somebody's bench, and they probably haven't started them all year. 
like backups, Jamal Williams, Jeff Wilson, you know what I mean? Edmonds, Geo, Scott. You gotta be you gotta get those running backs when you gotta when you wasting a wire, I mean a, a roster spot on a two defenses or you know what I mean? You playing the matchups and you don't want to drop anybody. Man, you better go get those backups, man, because that's top. what's gonna come through when it's sometimes you need it, bro. You've seen it with Williams, you've seen it with Geo, you've seen it with Chase Edmonds, bro. I mean, it's that seasoning, bro. I mean, this is a this is a contact sport, bro. Bodies drop like flies, bro. Especially at that running back position, they get hit the most, bro. Oh, everything. It's hard to bank your season on that one guy. And then especially if he got that capable guy behind him to go ahead and fill that fill that spot and really take over that spot because that's what that backup really want to do is take your spot. I know they on the same team and shit like that, but he got to he got to pay his family too. He's looking for that next payday just like how the guy in front of him looking. So if he go down and he got to step up, that's what he going to do. And we just seen it right now, bro, especially with Edmonds and Jamal Williams. You know, everything, bro. Let's talk about that Washington and Dallas. Shout out to Robbie, man. His team got a win this week. 25 to 3. Cowboys is, oh my God. Oh, man. Dalton leads the game, 9 for 19, 75 yards. Zeke, 12 for 45. You know, his, his one reception for six yards. Amari on the catching in, 7 for 80. You know, the, the backup, Ben DiNucci. He sounded like a name out of the Godfather. <laughs> hey, he mama. wanted a soprano. Oh, everything, bro. We ain't talking about up. the B- Black Soprano family. Shout out to Biddy the Butcher, man. I've been slapping that legend lately. That motherfucker was crazy. Man, it's time hey, to sell all your Cowboys. It's right time now, to sell bro. your Cowboys. Hey, listen. It's time to solicit your Cowboys. Not sell them. Solicit mm-hmm. them, bro. Tap in with everybody in your league. I'll figure out what you want from everybody. You right. know what I mean? And it's time to get value of Zeke's name, Amari's name, CD. It's over. Gallup, it's over. It's a crapshoot. Amari's the only one that's probably going to produce regularly, but it's not going to be pretty. And what is Delucci going to do? Delucci, Benucci. Delucci, Benucci. What's his Belucci. name? <laughs> Belushi out here in Northern California, that's what you don't want to fuck with. That's going to have you on one. And we're not going to – this that's, might be going a little too much in depth. Griselda Records, oh, give me buddy. Okay, Bogart, right. I see you. Oh, hey, the Redskins, though, I'll be that. My bad. The Washington team. The WFT. The, the, the team. Washington football team. Kyle Allen, 15 for 25, 194 yards, two touchdowns. Hey, I said on Bogart's show – that I thought that the GMM network that uh, Gibson was going to have a big game because it's been a few weeks and he was maybe the toe injury was kind of banging him up a little bit and he had a good game. 20 well, carries he doesn't have a good game against Dallas. I mean, but you know, 20 carries for 128 yards and a touchdown. You know what I mean? He was definitely, definitely yeah, doing he, this. Wasn't a game where they had to use McKissick, but Gibson would look nice. Yeah, he had a 70 yarder. I think he had a big one. That's for sure. That's what saved him. But, you know, I was down on Gibson. I kept telling you boys to get rid of his motherfucking ass, and he finally popped off for you, you know. Shit, I think with that motherfucking, uh, with that win, though, if uh, 
if the uh, Eagles didn't have no tie, they'd be number the, the the football team would be first place in the division. They got action right now, bro. My mama, they do real talk. So they might be trying to do something right now. Look at they they this a six and team six and ten team out of the East is gonna win that division, bro. And the 49ers might be 10 and 10 and 6 and won't even get in because that bum ass division winner is gonna get in, bro. Oh my mama. Real chalk. But you know, my thing is is that Gibson finally did his thing. McLaurin caught a, a big one. You know, other than that, you know, it really wasn't too much uh fantasy wise on this game. Right McLaurin here. caught a big one, but he also got tackled on the one where he stretched out and tried to get it. So he could have had a a much bigger day than he did, but he Should've, did for sure. You know what I mean? But, you know, McKissick, I think McKissick is somebody that people are probably going to drop because he only had five. But this wasn't a game where they needed him when you got Gibson running like that and they weren't even down. Like, Dallas wasn't even putting up a fight. You know what I mean? Like, right. they didn't have to use him like that. So I would, I would hold on to him just because. But, you know, it is the Gibson show over there. And I mean, scary, like you said, scary Terry with the seven for ninety and the touchdown. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, he's oh, Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas with the he four for sixty game. and a touchdown. Yeah. But remember, we talked about McLaurin on the Swiver Swerve, and we talked about how his floor to me was fourteen or fifteen. That's kind of what he's giving you. He's a safe fourteen or fifteen when an occasional. 24 25 what he did yeah when the end of the season goes he i think he's still gonna be up there for sure i fuck with that boy that next game man but shout out to bogart man shout What's out to kaya sheldon what did he say uh, uh uh hey that's the this the, this season is crazy though I, we, like i said get your handcuffs for real you if we tell cup. you anything get them right now bogey i'm still suffering from saturday bro no lie bro oh my mama oh what Nigga, that motherfucking Coralio and that motherfucking, uh, I forgot what beers I was drinking, that motherfucking Lagunitas. You was on one that mm-hmm. night was popping. Hey, on the flip side, right, let's go to the Green Bay 35, Houston 20. Devontae Adams show. Bro. And Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had zero last week and negative <laughs> at some points. So I know for sure. Some owners were scared of what he did. You know what I mean? Hey, Fornicator said them Lagunitas is the shit, boy. Bro, that shit, them clusters had me slithered, brody. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, 23 for 34. We are live on this show right now for our YouTube listeners and our uh, uh, Spotify and iTunes. We are doing it a little different this week. Like we said, shout out to Brody Cortez. He couldn't make it. And you will hear us saying random stuff, and that's from the chat on the YouTube. You can go over and check out our YouTube page and watch this video on Hard to Start Fantasy Podcast. But, yeah, Aaron Rodgers with the 23 for 34, 283 yards and four touchdowns. Like we said, Jamal Williams was a plug-and-play guy, 19 carries for 77 yards and a touchdown. I've seen a lot of people picking A.J. Dillon up. Yeah, I did too. You know what I mean? Whether they play, shout out to Zach. That boy played uh, AJ Dillon. I was like, over Gio, you crazy. Uh, 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 Devontae Adams, like we said, 13 catches for 196 yard, two touchdowns. Like, you heard what he said after the show? He said, uh, they knew who the ball was going to. (laughs) It's just nothing they could do. You know what I mean? Some along the lines of that shit. I don't even know why they had the one boy on him on that second TD, right? He just completely lost uh, Devontae. They were Houston is 
we have a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that, for real. Hey, Houston, we have a problem. On the Texan side, you got Deshaun Watson with the 29 for 39, 309 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, David Johnson, the rushing wasn't there. 14 carries for 42 yards, you know, four catches for 42 yards and a touchdown. So that saved him. He had 16 fantasy points. But my thing with David Johnson is, like I keep saying, he's like last year's Le'Veon Bell. Depending on how your team is constructed, he's going to get you a minimum to me of 12 points. Yeah, you definitely need that, especially if all your other positions is booming. You know, you're you're number one running back, your number two running back, and he's your fucking flex. Or if he's your number two running back and you got three wide receivers, that's killing that you got your one, two, and your flex. You know what I mean? You definitely can start him every week. That's for sure. His motherfucking ass is on a bye this week, and I got to take him out. I sure need him in a – him and Chase Edmonds. I got both of them in one league with Miles Sanders on – on the hurt in the IR spot. So you better yeah. take it at L. What league is that? Uh the Ashy. Ooh. It's ugly. You got a trade. I got some running backs for you over here. Come get Geo for the low. It's mm-hmm. good. We'll talk after this for sure. Deshaun Watson, 29 for 39. Like I said, 309 and two touchdowns. I mean, he's gonna be giving it to everybody, but I am worried about or are you, I should say, are you worried about them talking about their possibly trading? A receiver because everybody's up for grabs. No, fuck it. They still got Fuller, they got Cobb, and they got Cooks. Who are they going to trade? And they still got steals. One of them is going to uh, boost somebody else's motherfucking production up, and the person that they trade, he's probably going to go to a motherfucking uh, playoff contender. So that that boy going with his uh, value still going to be there. I know it takes a little time for the new receiver to get acquainted with the you know with the new system and the new quarterback. That PS5 look clean, y'all. My bad. But uh yeah, I ain't worried about one of them getting traded. And they're gonna be down every game, so they're gonna have to throw. Right. They're horrible. They're throwing the ball. We know that for sure. Like I said, Will Fuller ain't going nowhere. You don't think so? No, I don't think they're gonna trade Fuller. That's gonna be out to beat nigga Brandon Cooks or Randall Cobb. Baby they, boy. baby, they worried about Baby, they worried about what he, you know, he but it just is traded Hopkins with his other go-to guy. He's the, Fuller's the only guy that has been there for so long, though, bro, and he's not hurt. Why ship him? I mean, you know, they trying to build for the draft. I don't know. What they the they don't even got no number one pick star, I don't think, bro. Nope. They, they gave hey. up number one pick Ooh, for Tunsil. Somebody go get it. Who is it? Oh, man, that's Miami. Oh, Miami finna eat. Miami is they in the running Houston. for their division. They have though. Houston's pick. I know, right? Oh, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Let's talk about big. the next game: Detroit wow. 23, Atlanta 22. Bro, this game was so funny, bro. Girly, how you don't fall, bro? For fantasy owners, they was loving it, bro. Like, oh, he gonna fall because he said last year he played Detroit and they did the same thing, bro. He fell into the Izzo. I'm like, this shit is so funny. Anybody who got girly, if you won this week because of that shit, you loving it. But the Falcon fans, they probably loving that shit too. They like, fuck, we tanking for Trevor now. You know what I mean? We got Ridley. Fuck it. Take for Trevor. They they happy that he did that shit. You know what I mean? That might that might be what really happened. You know what I mean? Look at that shit. Crazy. But on the on the uh Falcon side, though, you got Matt Ryan, 31 for 42, 338 yards, one touchdown. 
Uh, Gurley, 23 carries, uh, 63 yards, 22 touchdowns. He still ain't really doing it like that. Yeah, but he's been scoring the last three to four games, though. That's he what's scores. keeping him. He had him two fa- touchdowns. He, that's what's keeping him relevant, bro, is him scoring them TDs, though, bro. And uh, I forgot who keeps saying he keep vulturing, boys, but that's what he is doing. He getting in there and he getting the TDs. That's big for – especially if you got him in the fifth, sixth round. As your third running back, he's your fucking number two running back for sure right now, the way he's been producing for these last few games on my mind. That's a fact. That's Julio, eight for 97. Ridley, five for 69 and a touchdown. Hurst, six for 68. Even, you know, you got the Russell Gages, Gurley with two catches. But you know what it's going to be. Julio and Ridley show. It's a safe we know what it's going to be. You know what I mean? No matter what. Is that Montgomery with the, Oh, that ain't no safety. I was finna say. Get out of there. But, you know, as long as Matt Ryan playing, and they said they're not planning on trading Matt Ryan and them, so that's a good thing for fantasy purposes for sure. They're going to trade him to the Cowboys. <laughs> what the fuck? Where, why would you even trade for a quarterback right now? You're going to have to pay a premium for Matt Ryan. That's it. Crazy. Especially if they get the, you know, top five pick. I mean, you might be able to trade him in at the, the whole another, you know, season next season, but right now, no, no. Julio and Deion Jones and uh, I can't even think of their top corner over there that they drafted. But I mean, damn, bro, that's fucked up. They just gonna have to ride it out, bro. They got you to. ain't trading Ridley. You just drafted Ridley two years ago. No way they traded Ridley. Oh my mama! It would have been Matt Ryan, I think. Matthew Stafford on the other side, 25 for 36, 340 yards. He finally threw for some yards, but just one touchdown. So what is it like? We only gonna we either gonna get touchdowns and no yards, or we gonna get yards and no touchdowns. You know what I mean? That was a dog fight that game. Hey, you know what, too? I'm glad they won though, but goddamn, bro. Swift, you still giving AP all these carries, bro. Like Swift had nine carries for 27 yards and a touchdown. AP 11 for 29. Swift looked better at the goal line. They gave AP one after Swift scored in the goal line. The next time they got in the goal line, they gave it to AP. I just don't understand Patricia, but I guess oh, he got to be loyal. Galladay with 114 yards, six catches, no touchdowns. Marvin Jones, five for 80. Amendola, 62. Hawkinson is the, is the, got the game-winning touchdown, five for 59 and a touchdown. Yeah, Swift four catches, but you know we we know what we're gonna get with Detroit players. My thing with the with the AP thing is, and I'm gonna tell y'all, go back watch the first episode of this season, or it was the second episode. I said with them getting AP, he was only so many yards behind Barry Sanders, bro. I think it was Barry Barry Sanders, bro, to break the record, and he's gonna do it in a Lions jersey or just surpass him to be a top three. Top four running back. I for, I'm pretty sure it was Barry Sanders. You can go back and say, go and check that, bro. On this shit, it's a fucking publicity stunt. Why did you just see Swift break out the way they, the way he broke out last week, and not want to get relinquished the full everything to him? Let him just be that guy that you drafted him to be. While you got OG back there, you know, ain't nothing against OGs because I just shouted out Frank Gore. But you know, when you got somebody like this behind uh 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 swift i mean you, there's no reason for him to for y'all to not give him that full workload especially with the game that he had last week so i don't know what patricia doing he's probably playing himself out of a job anyways especially if they would have lost this week 
Oh, everything. Yeah, I don't, they still fighting for Patricia, but they they should have lost. Like, <laughs> you right. know what I mean? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But the boy fell forward. Oh my mama. That shit was funny as hell, bro. I, I, I'm like, he is not about to do that, bro. That shit. I was watching that game too. Let's get on the next one. This was one of the game of the week we talked about. Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Pittsburgh 27, Tennessee 24. Pittsburgh was on their ass most of the game, but they Tennessee came back and made it a game. Yeah, Tennessee wasn't trying to lay down. They go, they both was undefeated going into this game. So I mean a lot was riding on it as being the top dog in the AFC, especially with Kansas City having that little blemish on their shit. So, you know, the only thing was is that they couldn't establish their run for the whole first half. Damn near for the first three quarters, you know, and that's what they offenses relied on. But, you know, I know going at half, I forgot who was calling the game. They was like, man, they might have to stop giving it to Henry and start going short passes and up tempo just to try and get back into this shit, which they was able to get back into it. But, you know, motherfucking Henry did was able to get his little score and his 70 some yards. But A.J. Brown, though. Him coming back for the last two games, I think it's three games now, he's showing why he was able to do what he was able to do last year and which wasn't no fluke because he's doing it now and missed three games. Real talk. Henry was getting stuffed. You know, he still got the TD. It was after they got like a turnover. You know what I mean? He ended up getting the TD. They got in good position. Uh, They actually got like a a penalty called against the other team on third down where it looked like they might have had to take a field goal or go for it on fourth. But A.J. Brown, he did what we thought he could do but wasn't sure. Six catches, 153 for a touchdown. But the big thing was, like we always say, he took a slant to the house for like 60 or 70 yards. You know what I mean? And he has that big play capability. This team, this Tennessee team, fantasy-wise, you know, besides Janu being banged up, and I am worried about him. We'll talk a little bit about him later. But, man, I, I, A.J. Brown, Tannehill, obviously Henry, like, you you, 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 you winning when you playing them. You know what I mean? They got – I had A.J. Brown in our preseason top ten. On my yeah, mind, I had him as my top – no, you did not. Twelve. Him and D.K. He was yeah, like 11. DK he was 10. like 11. Oh, my mind. He was 11. I had, I had A.J. in my ten. Oh, my mama, I've shown you how it did just based on that efficiency that that boy was able to put up with a super efficient quarterback. And that's what Tannehill is in that offense with that motherfucking King Henry. You know, they just ran up against the motherfucking bullies of the AFC, what it looks like. Bullies. Pittsburgh looking like they the best team all the way around. You know, they might give Kansas City. And the cold thing is, even though the Kansas City only got one loss, if the Kansas City got to go into Pittsburgh for that AFC championship or just an AFC playoff game, I think Pittsburgh might like Pittsburgh. They always Pittsburgh always have a little shit going on where somebody heard Ben heard Connor heard where at the beginning of the year you might think it's Pittsburgh year. You know what I mean? But they don't put it together. They bring Minka in last year. You know, Bush get hurt, but they still show you. We go up against Henry. We still make it happen, that front set. You know what I mean? T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt is looking like that next Watt. Well, he is that next Watt on everything that's making a name for itself. Him and Bud Dupree on them them edges, boy, they coming in firing, bro. Oh, my mama. Yeah, 
Pittsburgh got a hell of a team, bro, from top to bottom. And then I know some of the Claypool's owners might be mad just based on their performance, but you got to see Deontay Johnson, them first few games that Deontay was in there, he was leading the team in targets, you know, and here it is. He come back this week and he go down, but look where he was at this week before he go down. So he's, and he, and Ben missed him right before the half too, though. If Ben would have put it a little bit more to the outside instead of the inside, he would have had another chance to get a touchdown. You know what I mean? Before the half when he threw that pick. But, you know, Deontay is looking like that guy for Ben, you know? But you check on Deontay injury, though, because he did leave the game again with the injury. But, you know, Big Ben, if anybody was worried about him throwing the ball, he threw the ball 49 times, and they were up most of the game. So 32 for 49, 268 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Connor, 20 for 82 on the receiving end. I knew Juju this was a backup, a bounce-back type game. You know, nine for 85, he could have had a touchdown. Deontay had the two touchdowns, nine for 80. Even E. Brown with the 60 for 50. You know, Big Ben going to spread it around a little bit. But like you said, Pittsburgh is something to be reckoned with. Shout out to Damo. Damo said this. I think Seattle, he said Seattle going to the Super Bowl. Seattle and the Steelers. I, I like the Steelers to, to beat KC, but it's going to be KC or the Steelers. And and if Tom if Tom with all the weapons could get Seattle, that'd be the only way. But I think Seattle got something special even without their defense being. Good. You know, a cold thing is though, Damo. You know who who Big Ben got his first ring against? The motherfucking Seahawks, nigga. With uh, Trent not Trent Dilfer, Matt Hasselbeck, that quarterback, Sean Alexander. Oh my mama! I think Jerome Bettis. Uh, that was his last Super Bowl. I think that was his first Super Bowl. Oh my mama! He came back that year. Oh, everything. I think that was Bettis' first Super Bowl. Real talk. That was Big Ben's second year, I think. Second or third year. Yeah, they're definitely a team to be reckoned with. Let's jump into, we just mentioned, let's jump into Tampa Bay and, and the Raiders. Tampa, 45-20. to 20. Tampa. Hey, Tampa Bay, man, with the, the, the AB. We heard the AB news. Everybody heard, you know, regardless of what you think AB going to do on the field, he's just another tool in brady's arsenal right. that he can do what the fuck he wanna do you know what i mean brady 33 for 45 369 four touchdowns Fournette came in this game and took some from rojo this game rojo 13 carries 34 yards and a touchdown Fournette came with 11 carries 50 yards but he caught six balls for 47 yards yeah, getting Fournette out there in space and him being such a big dude that he is, he's hard to deal with, big bro. With them 70 catches that he had last year, him just showing that it, that, that capability to do that, what he did yesterday, going down the stretch, they're going to have to get him involved 100% more and more because he can do damage. And then with the threat of those outside weapons, you're not going to be able to, Crowd that middle, crowd that box, bro. <laughs> Everything you don't have to respect, Brady. Even I think that's so. Last week they played Green Bay. It was one game Brady had. Oh, it was a Chicago game. Shout out to my Bruce Bears and Bros. That he had a game, a deadly that game. But here it is, back to back games where he's showing you. You know, age 40, 41, 42. I'll be 40 here in a minute, so shout out to my dog. Everybody know I fuck with Brady, too. You know, shout out to him, man, for doing his motherfucking thing. 
on everything for sure. And here you got AB coming back next week. Not this week. Next week. We're eligible to play, I think, next week. Hey, Mike Evans, if you ain't sold him already, good luck, bro. But you might want to get ready. The only good thing about him is it can't get no worse. If you've been riding with him, it can't get no worse. You hope it get better. You know what I mean? But with Brady spreading the ball around, Scott Miller, six catches for 109 yards and a touchdown. Godwin, nine for 88 and a touchdown. Gronk, five for 62 and a touchdown. We said Fournette. Then at the bottom of that, Mike Evans, two catches for 37 yards. Brady don't need to just throw it up to Mike Evans. So he using all them other type players that could, you know, the type of players we know Brady like. We ho- we was hoping it was going to be a Moss situation. And Brady is showing that he could throw that motherfucker deep. He putting it where it need to be, boy. My thing is, is with Grant, here it is for them first six weeks. Well, even last week he scored two. So for the first five weeks, they was just telling him, look, bro, we just gonna we didn't get had a year off, a year and a half off. Go ahead, you know, get your get your win back, get your reps up. And here it comes now, and here come the Gronk show, the C B D Gronk. Shout out to Milk and Honey, to my boy Bogart's motherfucking sponsor on everything. Real talk. He's that's probably what Gronk takes, nigga, is milk and honey, nigga, C B D wellness. Oh my mama. He's ready to go for the stretch. That's his guy. You got Scotty. And you got fucking Grunt. Them is the new white D's. The Vevels. Oh, every day, bro. <laughs> they going to him, for sure. Oh, every day. He's back with them eight targets. I'm telling you, bro. Here we go, Grunt. Fire Brady up every chance you get, bro. Like, yeah, from here on out, he, bro, Brady, he Brady, he, you know, he... He started thinking about how people say he ain't this without Belichick. Or he can't go to learn a new system this quick at this age. But Brady, he going to be on some shit. He sees Aaron Rodgers over there doing what he want to do. If you think Brady ain't finna show y'all that he ready, y'all, y'all, y'all tripping, bro. Fire Brady up and try to go get him if you can. On the flip side, Derek Carr, 24 for 36, 284 and two touchdowns, one interception. Jalen Richard was in the game a lot because they were down. You know what I mean? Seven for 24. Josh Jacobs, 10 for only – 17 yards. Man, that shit hurt with Jacobs, bro. Passing game. He got three catches for only 14 yards, but he was completely out of the game plan. And I told y'all to hold on to Jacobs just based on the volume that he's going to receive every week. But shit, I mean, Tampa, they say he they're the best run defense there is. And I know they just traded from one of the boys from the Jets, too, to go ahead and go with Viata Vey and motherfucking JPP and I can't yeah. even think about my boy from Denver that's been leading the league in sacks the last two years. I don't, I don't know if he's up there right now. I know he led it last year. I can't think of his name right now. He come from Denver. I got a few Bronco fans that's you know the, the my rally, so they talk about his motherfucking ass. But yeah, though that that Tampa defense is is raw. They got Ty Bowles over there. Ty Bowles, when he got his job with the Jets, he come from the fucking Cardinals, bruh. And the Cardinals had a nice defense for a minute, bro, on my mama. So, you know, they putting the pieces over there together, bro. And they just, the rich keep getting richer, bro. They just made an under-ass trade and made an under-ass signing. And they say that they've been trying to work with that boy to get him in there. They just was keeping it under the wraps because they didn't want no, that shit to get out. So if they've been, if Brady been vouching for that boy and he's seen what he can do that little week that he had him on his team, 
and you ain't got Mike Evans doing what the fuck he need to be doing. And, you know, and if you go back to our last year's shit, bro, the first two episodes before AB went off the Richter scale, I was vouching for him big, bro. And I, I was like, he's going to blow it. He's nutty. Gonna, yeah. I said, I he said, he's going to blow it. But that's my guy, though. I fuck with AB tough, bro. And, you know, here it is. He's in his home state, bro, on everything, going to a five and two team. Oh, my mama, is they five and two? Yeah, they five and two. They leading the division down there. Oh, my mama, they're hey, ready. Hey, back to Josh Jacobs, though. Don't worry about him. You know why? His schedule, the last three games he played, last I, I'll take it back since week three, New England, Buffalo, KC, Tampa Bay. If that ain't a hard schedule, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Especially for that Raider team where – you never know what to expect with the Raiders, so you just got to assume that they're probably going to be down. You know what I mean? Unless they have what we call an outer body experience. Outer body. You know what I mean? But his next his next game's coming up, Cleveland, uh, the Chargers, Denver, then he KC, but then it gets easier later in the year where it matters, and that's when we talk about the winter backs. Atlanta, Jets, Colts are good, Chargers again, Miami. You know what I mean? So he's not playing those – Heavy hitter game. He's playing those games right. where the Raiders could be up and using them a lot. And what was his last two outings point wise? The last two? He got so, five so this week and 21 last week. Oh, well, so off that 21 point game, if you was going to try and get ready, I mean, that was the time, but you're not going to get nothing for him right now no, off a five not, point game. So there's no need for you to even try to shop him, bro. There's no need. It's not going to happen. Thing. You know what I mean? What, I mean, you could try and shop him, but, you know, you ain't going to. The person you shopping into, he's going to not want to do nothing for that. Let's keep it in this division and go to KC and Denver. Hey, if you were banking on Mahomes, which I was, he let you down this week. 11 fantasy points, 15 for 23, 200 yards and a touchdown because they didn't need to throw it. Yeah. Clyde, eight carries, 46 yards and a touchdown. Uh, his catches, he caught one ball for 17. Le'Veon Bell, six runs for 39 yards, six, 6.5 a carry. You know, yeah. he's making this. He's there. You know what I mean? Uh, he didn't catch a ball. You got Tyreek Hill, six for 51 and a touchdown. Kelsey, three for 31. So it was quiet on that end because, like we said, the defense had 28 fantasy points in some leagues. Yeah, you had a Sorensen with a pick six. You had a 100-yard kick return. And then, I mean, shout out to Robbie, you know, he's tapped in where he's tapped in at. And he told us on Saturday on the part three of the Swedish Swerve that it was snowing out there. You know what I mean? So, I mean, even though Mahomes say he loved the snow and whatnot, man, fuck all that, bro. When it's snowing like that, you're not going to be slanging that motherfucker 40, 50 times. Not when you play a bum, bum team, not too. Not when you play a bum team. <laughs> Broncos, that's fucked up. Oh, I mean, on that side, Drew Locke, 24 for 40, 254. This wasn't his best team to play coming back, you know, off the injury second game back. Phillip Lindsay, 9 for 79. Picked. Melvin Gordon, 17 for 68 in the touchdown. Let's go. You know what I mean? Gordon, he he's back. You know, it's a timeshare over there, though, even though Gordon had 17 carries to Lindsay's nine. So it's not a timeshare, but you know it, it's it's enough to where you know it just this situation is a little nervous. So maybe this is the time to move Gordon. What you think? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you might be able to get something for Gordon. He he was able to come off a score and whatnot on this game, you know. But if Lindsey Lindsey went out again this week, 
No, yeah, I think he got banged up. You know, so, and you know, we ain't heard nothing about the DUI to where you know he's gonna get any time. You know, it's still, you know, still feasible that you know that he might, you know, but still though, if if Lindsey went down, this might be the time to get rid of Gordon. But you seen what he did in Gordon's absence. I mean, in Lindsey's absence though, in the first four games, five games, whatever it was, you know. So, oh no, bro. I mean, it's nothing really to talk about on the Broncos side. No, Tim Patrick, three for forty-four. Noah Fant, you know, you you still got to – A lot of people got to play him in certain situations, depending on, you know, what you're looking at a tight end. But there's other people to look at, and don't be afraid to run away from Fant. You know, basically, really, just not depending on him. You know what I mean? That's not what it is. Just running, and coming running into this season, you know, he was on, you know, a lot of sleeper. You know, a lot of people on their sleeper radar. You know. I mean, they whole offense was because the way that Drew Locke played in at the end of the year last year, he was balling the fuck out. And and uh, what's my boy named the right receiver that got hurt this year? He was looking Sutton. good last year. What's his name? Sutton. Sutton, Sutton and uh, Fant, they were coming on strong last year. So everybody had high hopes for him. But, you know, the injury bug comes. Yeah. Fuck the whole team up, bro. For sure. But they played in division with the Chiefs, though. Oh, wow. wow. So, you know. Oh. Ugly. Let's, let's talk about the, the Chargers and the Jags. Chargers won 39 to 29. Hey, Herbert, man, beast, bro. He's going to – whoever got him in fantasy and you're able to ride him out. Look, I'm going to just tell you all this. I got Mahomes in the league and Herbert. I got, I'm putting Mahomes on the block. If I could get value enough to trade Mahomes and Rye Herbert, you know what I mean? So the highest bidder. They brought Bell in. They brought Clyde. In. You know, they got Clyde already. Come on. You know what I mean? All signs are pointing. You know, Mahomes is going to have them games, but they the Chiefs are just really dominant. So unless they're playing a team that's as dominant or really give them a run, they might not be throwing as much as they that you normally used to seeing. But anyway, back to the Chargers and the Jags, though. Herbert, 27 for 43, 347 yards, three, t- three touchdowns. The running touchdown is what got me. Though, Nine bro. carries, 66, and a running touchdown. The like boy did like a jump pump pump and brought it down and still had to make a boy miss to get up in that motherfucker though you know and then i heard on the on one of the little after shows where they said that he has a top 10 arm talent in the league as a rookie that's just being able to put the ball on that line you know i mean that's that cannon shout out to don cannon and dj he got a cannon dj drama oh my god i ain't gonna lie he Real got tall. a cannon he Herbert. puts it on the wire though bro Herbert got a cannon. Keenan Allen, 10 for 125. Gooten. Gooten free. Gooten with the <laughs> J-list. Gooten. <laughs> two <laughs> niggas that two, eat healthy. Uh, two catches for 84 yards and a deep touchdown. You know what I mean? It was a nice one, too. Hey, but, but he's been finding Gooten, though. It's been a couple of games where Gooten had a 75-yarder and a 50-yarder, and here he is right now that he scored, you know? I mean, that's what you're hoping for with him because – the targets ain't really there. No, targets, no, I'm not right? saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, that he, but he you know, might start trusting he, him a lot more. For real, though. So you know, you know, it may be. Justin Jackson, five catches, forty-three yards. Virgil Green caught one catch for twenty-six in a deep one. Hunter Henry with just three catches and twenty-three yards. He went out at the end of the game, but came back in. You know, he he's he he's a bit disappointing. He's disappointing. You you would have hoped some. He hasn't had no touchdowns like that. 
You know what I mean? Hunter Henry, if you're starting him, you probably kind of got to. You know what I mean? Sick right now. But he's not he's not getting you those those big games that you hope. And a lot of people ran and got Mike Williams this week. One catch for four yards. So that's something that, that definitely hurt him. On the rushing end, you know, Herbert let him in yards, but Kelly with 12 rushes for 29 yards, he really didn't do nothing. They even had Joe Reed run for a touchdown. You know, Justin Jackson wasn't efficient. So, you know, with the run game over there, it's kind of up and down. On the Jaguar side, Minshew, 14 for 27, 173, and a touchdown, two touchdowns. You still playing Minshew in AOB? No, I think I only played him one time, bro. <laughs> Who you playing this? Who'd you play this week? I played fucking uh, – I played motherfucking uh, Teddy Bridgewater in AOB this week. Oh, you no, did? I played Jimmy Garoppolo. I played, I played Teddy in the Ashy on my mama. But this wasn't no Jimmy game, though. It wasn't. I mean, even though he threw two picks, I mean, once we get in that game, we're going to talk about that running game. He didn't have to throw the fucking ball. Yeah. Oh, everything. Minshew, so. Ginshu, though, is he? Are, are you worried about him? You know, he had two touchdowns, but 173. I mean, if I would have if I would have started him this week, I would have the game would have been over with. Yeah. So, yeah, he would have done the job for me. That's all I'm asking him to do is to do the job yeah. to keep me putting up W's. He had 19 points, 17 points, and motherfucking Garoppolo only had eight. And I went into this tonight's game right here, nigga, with like a 20-something point lead, and he, the boy had woods, and he was down by 20-something. So if I would have been able to throw another nine points onto that 20-plus lead, he would have needed 30-plus out of woods. And that's gonna put you know if I win, that's gonna put me at five and two. So I'm still in the in the midst. Uh, you know, one move for a QB, you know, and I got Miles Sanders coming back. I'm gonna be all right. Niggas was down at me, but you know we still fighting. We still right in the clincher things. If I think my boy lost this week, I don't know what Shalupa Booby did this week. You know what I mean? But yeah, them the top three teams right there: Woodrow, Shalupa and uh my boy. Yeah. You know. Them is just uh, the, the the rallies in the league, y'all. Hey, the story of the game was James Robinson. 22 carries for 119 yards, one touchdown. Uh, on the receiving end, he caught a receiving touchdown, had four catches for 18 yards. Like, James Robinson, man, I you know, I say go get him on the Swiver Swerve Part 3. Y'all can still go check that out Please on do. our YouTube page because yeah. – that's a season-long episode. That was something to give you trade targets and what we think about players in the long term. Yeah, and so was, please go check out the Swiver Swerve episode. But we on Swiver Swerve, I was bringing up points of how James Robinson, his big games only came because of you know he was able to score in them games. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking that it was like a one game he didn't do nothing or one game was mediocre then one game was a, a boom game then a mediocre then a boom you know what i mean so that's my point that i was bringing up on him on saturday on the part three of the shit. but you know here goes that boom game where he brought it so yeah i definitely you know eating crow on that one man on everything james robinson that guy and you know shout out to how we was talking about wood not having cmc and he hoping that cuzzo drop motherfucking uh mike davis the boy got aaron jones cmc and fucking uh the boy we just talking about uh motherfucking james, uh, robinson. james robinson you know on top of a ar12 and tyler lockett that hit for 100 points in in one week that's what it seemed like what the fuck he did and we ain't got to that game yet but we'll you got know, hitters he got them hitters Oh, shout hitters. out to the Carter Five hit us. That's one of my favorite songs on that motherfucker too. But yeah, though, 
Woodrow, fucking Gerald Everett. I dropped his motherfucking there ass. There was nothing special about the receiving end on the Jags. Lavisky Chanel, he he had a three catch for 44 yards, and, and he led him. So, Damn, you know, man. James Robinson is the only one. DJ Chark only a catch in 26 for 26. You know what I mean? So it's it's not pretty over there unless it's James Robinson. I will say that. You know what I mean? Let's get into the Frisco and New England game. That was a good one. That was a because <laughs> we beat that. Great ass. One, huh? <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, Damon Rado and Koski, bro. That's a motherfucking um a new uh a talk radio show, and they had Michael Irvin. So my on my way pulling up to the studio, y'all. They had Irvin on there, right? And one of the boys asked him, is it okay to put the nail in the coffin into the motherfucking 20-year dynasty? Is that what the Niners did? <laughs> and they all said, yeah, bro. We put the nail in the coffin oh to that dynasty. That's that what I said. Oh my, he, he agreed with it. He agreed with it, though, bro. That's what's so fucked up, bro. The way that Cam was throwing <laughs> the ball in the ground and the one interception where he was it was double coverage and he just flicked it out there on his 50 yarder pass. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And Cam is my guy too, bro. I was pulling tough for Cam going into this offseason. Is Jeff Garcia affiliated with the Patriots in any way, or he's just a he's talking somewhere? Because he was talking bad about Cam dressing and how he looked. For real, I didn't see that. Yeah, I was I was listening to the talk radio too, and he was talking about saying something about how Cam dressing and that's not what something you should be wearing when you're losing coming at the conference. I'm like, man, let Cam be Cam, bro. Y'all done had weeks off. Y'all went from Tom Brady to Cam Newton. If anybody had expectations off of those one or two games that happened, that was your fault. You know what I mean? I needed to see more, bro. He he, The receiving core is boo-boo. You know what I mean? They're terrible, he, he, bro. Bro, he was 9 for 15, 98 yards, bro. Stidham, 6 for 10, 64 yards. The running backs we know over there, like if we can pull up a stat right now, I want to know in seven games how how many receiving touchdowns do they have? What receivers have touchdowns? Oh my mama, you know it's not gonna be, it's only gonna be a handful of TDs, probably not even that to receivers on everything. Just the way that the that them receivers over there are playing, they're not playing with separation, they're not playing with anticipation. I mean, Cam's not able to, you know, I don't know, bro. It's just not looking like – and that might be one of the reasons why Brady wanted to get the fuck up out of there. He's seeing the way that the franchise has been drafting these last couple of years. They took Harry over DK, <coughs> AJ Brown, motherfucking uh, 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 the boy we got on our team, uh, Debo Samuel. So I just said Nikhil Harry got was a first-round pick, so nigga – AJ Brown, motherfucking DK, and motherfucking Debo all went after Nikhil Harry in the same fucking draft. They have never drafted a wide receiver to go to the Pro Bowl. Not that I can think of in the last five years. And we can probably go back 10 years. So, you know, the Brady's like, man, I got to go, bro. You, you're not giving me here. nothing to win. You want me to make uh, uh, these fucking lemons in the lemonade, bro? And these motherfuckers ain't even. Yellow yet, they're still green on the tree. Not they even ready to are, They limbers are right. they clunkers. Then once you get oh, yeah, from Craigslist, they got lemons over there. And I just feel bad for my dog Cam that you know he, you know, and they was the only one to reach out to him, and you know, so he had to take that job, you know what I mean? And you know, I mean, fuck, it's not looking good. I mean, but he, I mean, you know, they ain't practicing 
this they you know full first week of practice or last week was they full week of practice due to the covid shit you had a lot of motherfuckers opt out on the covid shit over there but you know i'm trying to get these boys excuses you don't give them they got six super bowl rings in 20 years bro you can't make excuses for them okay you know? on the flip side the niners jimmy g 20 for 25 277 no touchdowns two interceptions Jeff Wilson, 17 for 112, three touchdowns, but he got hurt two times this game. You know what I mean? Hasty, nine carries for 57 yards. He averaged 6.3 a carry. You know what I mean? Kyle Hughes check. They had to throw everybody out there. It just continues to show you that any running back that you play on this team is going to produce if you know they're getting the majority of the carries. Looking like the Shanahan of a – of Denver. Tevin Coleman will be back. You know what I mean? They're going to end up having to use him along with Hasty. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's it's next man up over there. Debo, yeah. five for 65. Ayuk was six, six for 115. Kittle, five for 55. Well, you know, it was just a game where you really can't really judge the fantasy performance off of it because they was up. We was up by so much. Shout out to the Niners. You see all the Niners. 20, we got 24 here. to three, I think, at half or some shit yeah, like that. You no, know, it was pretty they, much. They, they outgained them like by 200 and some yards going into halftime. It was the most yards on the opposite spectrum of New England in, in like since nigga 98 or some shit like that, bro. They was able to get out gained, outscored, just their worst ass whooping at home in 22 years, bro. I heard that stat too, bro. I mean, like I said, them boys asked Michael Irving, was it okay to put the nail in the coffin on their <laughs> dynasty? Oh, my mama. And the cold thing is they wasn't too – if they wouldn't have lost – I think they lost last week, right? No, they won last week. They beat – no, they lost to Denver. Denver kicked eight field goals, 100 field goals in one game and beat their ass, I think. Oh, you see that, that catch, Andy Miller? Miller. I know they did not call that incomplete. No, That's a did. fumble, and he uh, got it. That ain't incomplete. It's a fumble. He, he caught the ball. Step, two, two step, three, three steps, He ain't moving. He got the ball. That's a catch. The catch and the fumble. Shout out to the Bears. Yeah, but just uh, you know, England, bro, I mean, yeah, it's a wrap. They might be wanting to go get Trevor, too. They're going to need a whole lot more than Trevor, too, though. They gonna need something because they ain't doing it. Let's jump into the last game of the night, which is Arizona and Seattle. That was a great game, man. If you missed that one, you missed a dandy. <laughs> that motherfucker was, hey, from the beginning to the end. Russ, his deep ball is so beautiful, bro. I swear, twenty three for fifty, three eighty eight for three touchdowns and three picks, which you know he doesn't do a lot of. And he led the team in rushing. 84 yards uh, with on the ground, six carries, because the big news is Chris Carson got hurt. Again. Again. He <laughs> get hurt. I don't own, I don't have no hey, shares of Carson, bro. bro. He get hurt every time. Hey, bro. I've been rostering uh motherfucking uh, DJ Dallas. No, motherfucking AB since like week two, y'all. You know who else I've been rostering since like week two? Is motherfucking Rashard Penny, bro. They need to hurry up and bring his motherfucking ass back. Oh, every day, because they can show use his ass. Carson is gone. Carson stay hurt. High 15 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. You know, like we said, Carson went out early on the receiving end. Lock it with the big one after two games under 10 points in fantasy. 
He had 15 catches for 200 yards and three touchdowns, and it was beautiful. On 20 targets, though. 20 While targets. everybody else had under five and under. Five and under. DK, what five targets, was- two for 23 yards. I will say this about DK, glass half full. They called the holding on David Moore, and D- DK would have scored the game-winning touchdown potentially, but they called it, and and he he got loose. Oh, it was beautiful. That's how I feel about uh, Clyde Edwards. So, mm-hmm. you know, DK, he he did what Lockett did the last two games because it was a Lockett game. 20 targets is crazy. Russ knew. Did you see that deep ball he threw to Lockett? Just like a, whenever Russ just winds back and he just – wind up and he throw it deep you just know something beautiful on the other end is coming like it just happens like that every time bro that game was very enjoyable on the flip side kyler murray mm-hmm. helped me win a fantasy matchup for sure because Allen robinson ain't doing shit. uh 34 kyler murray 34 for 48 360 yards three touchdowns on the ground he had 14 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. Led the team. Both of them quarterbacks led the team in rushing, bro. That's crazy. Kyler Murray is going to lead you to fantasy prominence, depending on how your team is rostered, barring injury, which is a big factor. But Kyler Murray, I continue to say, somebody asked me, I kept saying Kyler Murray's going to have a breakout game. And they're like, why? What do you mean a breakout game? He's been having 30s and whoop. I'm like, nah, that's normal for him. 27, 28 to 30 something is normal for Kyler Murray. He had 48 in our league with the bonus points and whatnot. And he just continues to show you that no matter what, whether he's throwing a ball or running the ball, he's going to be effective. Like, he's yeah. going to be effective. You know what I mean? He so, was a. Um... A, t- a top 12 uh, Russian performer. So my thing is, and I said that on a couple couple of shows as well, is that with his pat, either he's going to get you the big yards on the passing and not have a, a, a dominant day on the rushing, or it's going to be one of them rushing games and his passing wasn't going to be wasn't going to be great. But when he throws for 300 plus and then gives you that that 64 yards and that touch. That's that equal to that 48 points right there, bro. Accounted for four TDs, bro. Come on, man. That's that kind of game that fucking uh, 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 Lamar Jackson was having all last year, bro, even though I ain't saying that he's doing Lamar. but That's That's what he's doing. Lamar Jackson averaged 28 fantasy points a game last year. Yeah. But uh, to average 28 points a game, a lot of those was – 30s and 40s and exactly. 50s on my mind, you know, and here go that 50 pointer, damn near 50 pointer. You know, that's a that's that's a breakout because what you're saying in his floor is that 27, 28, whatever it may be. Exactly. You know, what I mean, that's considered a breakout for Kyler's sure. going crazy. D Hop was getting going early, 10 for 103 and a touchdown. I had Kyler and I was playing against D Hop, and I just was like, man, start double teaming his ass. They they set him down. But the big story was Kenyon Drake being hurt. He's out multiple weeks with a torn ligament in his ankle. Enter Chase Edmonds. Seven catches for 87 yards, five rushes for 58 yards. In my league, I've been holding on to Chase Edmonds. I drafted him, and I got him in a few leagues. I told I don't have Drake in none of those leagues. I had him except one, which is Dynasty. I told people, hold on to Edmonds. I kept telling the homies in the league, lottery ticket Edmonds is a lottery ticket if something were to happen to Drake Edmonds is 
a lottery ticket. Shout out to Bow Wow. Go check the movie yeah. out because the boys a lottery ticket. Man, you know I'm just I mean? mad that they on a buy this week. I did it in for this week, bro. Hey, it's motherfucking. Uh, but you but know, no, definitely, bro. You should have held on to him. <clears throat> you know, even before cuffing season, he was one of them guys that you know that's capable even behind Drake. You know, what I mean, that we seen him last year be able to come in and put up some numbers. You know, even during this year, he's didn't have some good games with Drake on the field. And now that Drake's down for a week or two, whatever it may be, you know, he's going to be fired up as your RB2. Not even no flex, bro. I mean, just depends on who you got on your team. But not this week, but next week he will be more RB2, bro. You know, unless uh, fucking Sanders come. Well, they'll probably sit Miles Sanders this week. Yeah, so next week. Oh, everything. Yeah. Real talk. You know, it's a bye week for them, and y'all better be prepared. Uh, we're going to take an intermission, and then we're going to come back with the second video with some wire talk and the uh, week eight matchups. Uh, hard to start fantasy podcast. We'll check y'all out in a minute.